Firstly, let's talk about it. Is is Southampton going down a hot take next year? No. We had that, we had that take last year, so I don't think it can be hot. Okay, it's it's got colder then since then. Hasn't it? <laughs> they are not good. Fucking, it's so cold. You've under the Yukon could survive in there. Yukon. <laughs> Yukon. I don't know what you bird. I heard Yukon from you. Sorry, I'm I'm Michaelus today because last week was such a disaster in terms of the sound. What do you, what do you mean he's on the pod? Oh, God, could you take a few weeks off again? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm after, really. Um, okay. Hello and welcome back to the In The Round podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Will Hunt, and joining me this week, like every week, is the Walcott Warbler himself, Mr. Pod Ross. Good evening. And to his diagonal left down like this, um, which for all the audio listeners is really great, and you're all audio listeners, um, is Mike Breslin. Sports Media's number one, number one. Joel Linton, N-Dubs and Top Gun superfan. And Guillaume Balaguer for the episode. <laughs> true, true indeed. And to his right um, is uh, the Mosley Marauder, David Carmichael Harris. How are you, Dave? I'm good, thanks. Yeah. Well. The, only, the only one cameraless this week, Dave. It's cameraless. But it's, it's, it's because my Wi-Fi is a little bit ropey, so I'd rather not... Maybe everyone would rather drop off, but um, I'd rather... Try and make sure I stay connected. Look at that. Dave doing his best to get on the podcast. First thing for everything. <laughs> First question of the week. If you could only eat one canned food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Food. Easy baked beans. Okay. Yeah, that's mm. solid. I do have a lot of cooked breakfast, so that is actually... Beans on toast food. would always be an Just option. Just have for what it's worth. Uh, big one can of food. Oh God, I'd go. Oh no, because you can get sweet corn frozen, so I don't need to pick that. I can't believe you've gone even brought sweet corn up there. That's big fan of sweet corn. I'm a green giant man myself. If someone says canned hot dogs, get Quick off. Thing. Two. I got two stories here. Firstly, ho ho, green giant. Maybe the greatest jingle in the history of jingles. <laughs> Right up there with jingle bells, let me tell you. And the second is, I had a mate at uni who listens to this podcast. So um, every now and then, so I'm gonna I'm gonna avoid his neck using his name for his own shame. But one time we were really we were really drunk, came back from a night out, and he he sat on the side of our kitchen, like sat on the side, and he went into his cupboard. They take out the took out two things. One was a fray bentos pie. Put it put it ready to go. And then the second one were these hot dogs. And he would take about these hot dogs in Brian and he would go to eat them. And instead of chewing them, he basically inhaled them. No. Honestly, like, no. wow, one of the worst things I've ever seen. Not for me, that. But, speaking of worst things I've ever seen, Dave's camera's on. Oh, <laughs> I knew it was coming. I was waiting. Oh, uh, to... what a segue. <laughs> have, you ever, have any of you ever had chilli from a can? Yeah, not one. <clears throat> How is it, Dave? It's not too bad. I've only had it a couple of times, but I didn't think it was much worse than just making it yourself. Mm. I mean, I'm still standing by baked beans, but um, yeah. It well, like, if you're if you're on a desert island, you've got no other food, but whatever food you take is going to sustain you. What are you having? Baked beans. So, <laughs> I'm going. Uh... Does this have to be canned? 
I'll go That's ravioli. That's not bad. I was going to go minestrone soup. Oh, Bit of a... minestrone's top. You see, Ross, I had you down for spaghettios. Oh, I'm a big spaghetti hoops fan, to be fair. I thought you would. I haven't had them since I was about six, I don't think, but I'm a big fan. Spaghetti hoops. Do you know what I liked? Speaking of like kids' things and this tangent again, you know those little smiley faces? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw oh, a guy on TikTok, by the way, and he's like one of these TikTok chefs who does all this <laughs> with the ASMR. He's like, this is a great midnight snack. And he's like, um, he's, he's, he's like, it's a sandwich. First of all, he's like halving his ciabatta. He's sprinkling it with oil. And then he's cooking a steak. And then he puts um, these smiley faces on top. And I'm thinking, that is, that is gourmet. Like, I've got to make it at midnight. That is prime time, seven o'clock. Yeah. Down for your dinner, kind of things. Anyway, don't know what we're talking about now, but. Yeah. <laughs> Good talk. <laughs> got lots to get through this podcast, which is why we spent five minutes talking about that. Um, this topic of this week's podcast is picking a transfer need for each of the 20 Premier League teams. Um, now, what we're going to do is. Uh, ask you guys how easy you found this while I try and find the Premier League table for next season. Quite difficult for some teams. Some I like I was picking the same position a lot. Yeah. Really, I've got all sorts here. Mm. I did find it quite difficult though, but... No, yeah. Shall I tell you the way I've done it? Yeah, give me your, give me your methodology, Mike. Here's, here's the rundown of how I've done it. I'm, I'm scrolling through transfer marks and checking who's out of contract. And factoring in any anything else that I know about the team. Good idea, Mike. I rate that. Well, there you go. Look at that. Oh, I did it. I've realised, actually, interestingly, we'll get to that in a second, Will, that Brentford have a lot of their good players out of contract at the end of next season. Yep. So So if everything's got season this year, that could be... uh... Could be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I tried. I spent about twenty minutes trying to find a striker for Brighton, and then gave up. I realised so, they've got Danny Welbeck, and they don't really yeah, need it's him. It's gonna, it's just gonna be vibes. Out of contract, him. Danny Welbeck. He is. Went this year. Yep. Oh no. Surely Brighton re Danny Welbeck. He feels surely, like surely Brighton keep it. He no, was alright. Not, not Forest. No. The Brighton Seems like a him, promoted team. Sort Potter of signing. knows him. He likes him. Okay. Ross knows all of that firsthand. Ross, Ross is but like... He's a good player. Oh. Ross is the new Indy Calia News, except instead of working at <laughs> KFC, he's working in a post office. Look, Brighton will keep... Uh, you heard it here first. <laughs> it was a trick to make that, but I, I can't make it. It badly... Well, Ross just be like, here we go in the middle of this podcast. I nearly said it just then, I'll be honest. I nearly said it just Let then. us stand. Anyway, we'll go alphabetically because... Um, how it works. Um, you've got to be on the pitch to play ball, uh, which means you have to start off with the Arsenal. Arsenal. Um, Dave is the biggest Arsenal fan on the podcast. Take it away. Well, I think it's quite obvious, this one, really. Uh, I mean, most of our transfer news has uh, sort of been focused around this position. I think it's quite obviously that it's a striker. I mean, Nakatia has just signed a new deal, to be fair. In fairness to Nakatia, I didn't think he ended the last season badly. I thought he was quite good uh, towards the end. But I still don't think he's a 
I don't think you can rely on him for a like first choice striker if I'm Arsenal. Obviously, Lacazette out of contracts, lost to Bamiang. Was it in January last year? Um, obviously, linked with Jesus. I said it before. I think he'd be a perfect fit for Arsenal. So if they can get Jesus over the line, great signing. That's what I think. Is a striker? I went striker as well. Yeah. Easiest uh, one on the board. This one. Yeah, the Arsenal do have reasonable needs in a lot of positions, though, I would say. But I think striker yeah, is the obvious one, given the losses from last year. But yeah, striker. Jesus, the only one, or any other targets you, you fancy? No. Jesus. That's what I want. I mean, if Danny Welbeck's available, though. I'd... He's very much available, Ross. He's very <laughs> much available. How much do you, you reckon Jesus is going to cost? They're talking about 50, I think. Well, for 15 million more, you can go and get Tammy Abraham. I'd rather have Jesus at 50, I think. No, I don't think I would. 65 is a lot for Tammy Abraham. I do like Tammy Abraham, to be fair. Tammy Abraham's called boatloads of goals for Arsenal. He do all the dirty work. No, no, I do like him. I just think that's a lot for him. No love for DCL? I wouldn't pay zero for Dominic Carpet, though. Free transfer, turn it down. Give me Danny Welbeck instead. Oh, easy then. Um, let's move on. Aston Villa. Right. Villa, I've gone for a centre-back here. Um, because Concert is out with a knee injury till what there's a record is early September. Uh, listeners of this podcast will know that I don't really rate Tyra Mings either. Mm. Uh, which leaves you with, unless I'm forgetting someone, which is very possible, Courtney Hawes as a backup. I don't like that at all. So I'm going to send back. Come And also, they've just signed Diego Carlos from Sevilla. So that was my obvious pick. And then I. Okay, thought... That didn't show up in my research. <laughs> yeah. In which case, we need to re sign Coutinho. They've signed him. They've done that too, haven't they? Transfer Mark's really having a Western here. They've also signed... Um, the website about uh, transfers. Yeah, I, I thought about sentiment, yeah, but... Cameron destroyer realm. Um, Villa are a bit of a difficult one because they've signed a lot... Of, they've got players of need in every position, really. But um, I think they're, they're crying out for someone with a bit of pace, like... I've, why? Yeah, I think it's... Finger, that's what yeah. I like. And I know that he doesn't like playing with wingers, but every time you watch them Villa play, they're so stodgy and slow and boring, and it's just it, everything has to everything has to go perfect for them to score a goal. They need someone who can sort of like operate outside the system in a way, a one-on-one player. You know what I'm saying? Mm. As for who well, that, that player, really though, having a clue, he's shit. Like he was injured all last year. He's yeah, not pretend I've watched him a lot. Is Mayla Sar from Watford would probably be decent for Villa, as so I earmarked. Earmarked. <laughs> well, look, if they want me, if they want me for transfer, <laughs> you know where I am. I don't know his Mayla Sar or his representatives, but I can, can give you the idea. Earmarked, <laughs> Dave's that ball boy. Dave does work in recruitment, so it seems like an obvious. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Face to face teams. I mean, they can arrange it. That feels like a, that feels like a, a smart decision and a smart buy to me. If you're gonna fit to the position, yeah. they're just 
I don't know how much the rest of you have watched them. They're just so slow. And when Luca Dean, I like Luca Dean, but when he's your second most dynamic player, something's gone wrong. (laughs) Um, Okay, there we go. Oh, Dave, prepare to speak for a little bit because you're going to have to talk to me about Bournemouth because I know about Bournemouth is they'll somehow beat us 4-0 this year. Right. So (laughs) with Bournemouth, I mean, their squad is small. Really, really cool. Um, there's quite a few positions you can put down, really. But I think, to be honest, I think there's a lot with quite a few teams. I think getting a solid centre-back would be a good start. I think with Brentford, for example, they signed, was it, oh, I'm going to put Adja, Oh. From Celtic. Oh, yeah. And he was pretty solid. And I think for a newly promoted team... I know, obviously, going forward is important and having a reliable striker, but which I think Bournemouth have in Solanke this time round. I think he's okay. Certainly better than he used to be. And their centre-back options aren't great. I think having having a defence you can at least rely on and having, like, a leader at the back, that's really, really important. So I'm going to go for a centre-back. Who's playing centre-half for them now? Uh, They've got Chris Mappen. Mm-hmm. and then it's not great. After well, that's that, that's not going to cut it. Well, that's they've not even great. They've got Lloyd Kelly, it? but the thing is with Lloyd Kelly, is he's like five foot ten. Is he so, yeah, which is is difficult. And then they literally have like three fullbacks, and that's it for defensive players. They have they've got no one. Hmm. So that is worrying. Um, Mike Ross, any ideas of who you'd um? forward as a position of need for Bournemouth you agree with Dave Sellerhalf who's up front for them uh, Solanke, Solanke. For Moore. Yeah, they need uh, a striker oh Kiefer Moore's there oh, no. Jaden Anthony oh, he's more of a winger but he's really good actually really good you could you could pretty much pace this on all the promoted teams you need someone who's going to score goals so you can yeah but Solanke's improved his game so much he scored like 27-28 goals that season I mean he was pretty dreadful last time in the Prem, but you'd hope that maybe he can be relied upon this time. Okay, so in which case, we need to get service to this man. Yeah, the centre-mids is their strongest thing. They've got, like, Billing... Uh, what about out wide, then? Macondas, uh, David Brooks. Out wide, they've got um, Jaden Anthony, who's really good. Is Campbell at Bournemouth? No, he was on loan there. Uh, Excuse my ignorance, Dave, but is David Brooks back playing? Because when he was in the Premier League playing, he was a phenomenal player. He's so he got he's had a pretty torrid time. He got did his ligaments, and then whilst he was recovering, he got diagnosed with cancer, which he's overcome now. Um, and I believe he's expected. I think he did play towards the end of last season. He just got fit again, um, and they're expecting him to be like fully fit for the start of the season. Fair enough. Um, I've got in my mind the way a Scott Parker team plays, which is pretty defensive. Is that fair? Yeah, I think this Bournemouth team are going to be different to Howes. I think they're very much going to look to play solely on the counter-attack with a bit of pace. Hit the ball up to Moore or Solanke, have people running off them. I think that will literally be their game. I don't want to, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves for what will be our annual 1-20, to but... Um, how, how do you rate their chances this year? Not not massively high. I'm staying up. 
I mean, how how bad do you think they'll be then? I don't think they'll be disastrous, but I think it'd be a tough ask. Like I have got the same sort of feeling as when Watford come up. You know that you know that they could be okay, but it's they're okay probably still isn't enough to stay up. Really. Fair enough. Um, either of you two got anything to add on um Bournemouth? Not massively, but I I do think that the three promoted teams are going to really struggle as they always do. Mm-hmm. It's not really a great take, but I think they're not very well placed. I think it's fair enough, though, isn't it? Um, okay, then let's go to Brentford, who've got a massive number of players out of contract. Um, Mike, do you want to start us off here? They're known for their good recruitment. Where do they need to put their money? Yeah, I, I kind of gone a bit obvious. It looks like Ericsson's going to be gone, in which case I'd like to find a replacement. It's almost impossible to find a player that's as good that will go to Brentford um, but in that sort of position if we could find a similar type of player that would be interesting I think that's where I'd go I quite like a lot of their squad um, I quite like Norgard I must admit yeah he's a, he's a good player and I think they I think of of the teams down there they've probably got in total the striker so that's already an easy Easy play. Is it the replacement of Ericsson for everyone? Yeah, that's what I yeah. put down. I don't think they're out the running for Ericsson, to be fair. I'd be surprised if he stays, but. Yeah, I don't think they should so... be out of the running for him, but uh, yeah, like, I, I think it would be a, more of a surprise if he stays rather than going no, to. Yeah, I do, yeah. Well, the talk, is, the talk is United or Tottenham, isn't it? The, the thing is, though, with Ericsson is, like, even if United and uh, Spurs gave him like a contract like 50 or 60k a week which isn't massive money for them that's huge for Brentford so uh, yeah. even that way I can see him being priced out even though like I agree with Ross it would make sense from a footballing point of view that he stays at Brentford for one more season it is worth mentioning there's a lot of uh, Danish players there they took him on yeah. when seemingly no one else would whether that buys them another year with him who knows but yeah, it, it, from his perspective, I can see it both ways from his perspective. You'd probably think to himself it's a good situation for him, but he's still um, still only, what, like late 20s, early 30s? So if he wants to win more stuff, and let's not forget he, he didn't win anything at Tottenham, um, he's probably going to want to um, have a look at moving to a slightly bigger club, seeing what they can do. I mean, he had a good, re- he had a good relationship eventually with Conte at Inter, so... You can see why Spurs would have that pull for him. That definitely makes sense to me. Yeah, I, I think at this point for Ericsson, he's playing with um, um, everything from here on out is extra once you've been through something like that. So I can't really begrudge him either way. But from a Brentford perspective, his signing last year essentially kept them up. He was so... Yeah, agreed. Um, and uh, he's he's almost irreplaceable, but how do you see them going about it? Do you think it's a case of a couple of quality additions through the door? Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued to see who they try and get through the door, though, to be fair, because it's no secret, is it, really, that even teams around them in the league are going to be able to offer bigger fees, bigger wages. So I think that already limits their their pool, really. Weirdly enough, I, though, I had someone in mind, but I just realised he signed for West Brom like last week. John Swift <laughs> got 15 assists last year. Yeah. Mid, free agent, thought maybe they'll... I don't what know. John Swift. But 
I don't know. It's a strange one because I don't know if they really have that much money or even willing to spend that much money to place Ericsson. He was essentially like a luxury free agent for six months. Well, spending big is not really their thing, is it? Anyway, these no, big flashy signings. But what I mean is, like, Ericsson was free and he, he did well for them, but they obviously already felt good enough without him. It was just like, I say, a luxury player came up. Um, but what I mean is, big money for Brentford's probably still like 10 million, and who can you buy for 10 million in this day and age? I, I do think there's a there must be some sort of pull to Brentford given their transfer record and you can use them as a way into the Premier League and then move on <laughs> Brentford are happy with that the players probably happy with that well, it, it's wrong to I wouldn't describe them as a feeder club but it is akin to a bit of a feeder club in terms of it's almost like a finishing school in a way for some of these well, players that, yeah that's the model isn't it yeah maybe maybe um, Catroni from Wolves the old AC Milan player yeah I, I think I think the thing is but I'm not even sure he's what I'm not even sure he's actually that good in fairness. Not really going to know who they're going to get until they've got someone through the door because their scouting network is far oh. beyond anyone else's in this league. Um, let's move on to the easiest one. Um, Brighton and Hove Albion. What do they need? <laughs> Goalkeeper. No, I'm joking. <laughs> they need more defenders for their counter-attacking football. <laughs> well, I've got, well, New manager Pot has finished, isn't he? Who Corelli's off, Mike? So he's <laughs> pretty, pretty sharp. Uh, it's clearly striker. Yeah. They need. Uh, is this the? They, uh, they could also do with the centre mid now that Basuma has gone. But yeah, striker's the uh, the big one. Well, Kukurea's going to City, isn't it? It's looking like. Supposedly. Well, that hurts. I like him. Yeah. Tough season. Tough. Tough window if all that happens. But I'm confident that what based on what they've got that they can replace that defensive solidity and also replace that in the midfield. I am not confident. That Neil Mopai can score enough goals to keep him up. No, he's shocking. I think they keep him up. You're saying? Well, I th- look, if they've not got a striker who can score goals, they're going to be in real trouble. Um, and I think they'll comfortably stay up, but they're going to be languishing down there again. Mm. What did they finish this year? They didn't have a striker this year who could score goals. Yeah, but Danny Welbeck is was there, and he he got enough. And also, you're forgetting they lose if they're going to lose Pesuma and Cucurella, they're much weaker. True, yeah, they're a lot they'll worse. Comp- than those they'll two, still be competent, but they're going to be much weaker. They could be, they could really struggle if they don't get their recruitment right. Anyone in mind you think they should go for? Up front, Lewandowski. Oh, for God's sake! I'd like to see that. To be fair, you put Lewandowski up right, and they win the league. Dennis from Watford was what I was thinking. But he was quite hot at the start, wasn't he? And then, yeah. But imagine if he was in a consistent team like Brighton, they'll actually give him decent service. I thought he did pretty well in a very lacklustre Watford team. He seems like the sort of guy that enjoys being the one man in the team who's going to score all the goals. I don't know if he'd really fit too well with. He still would be at Brighton. <laughs> no one else scores any goals. <laughs> yeah, but I mean the way they play, I'm not sure he'd no, fit. I don't... It's hard to it's hard to outshine Pascal Gross to be fair. I think I think a lot a lot of these teams need a striker, but stri- we're currently at a situ- we're currently at a situation I think in world football where we haven't got too many good ones. Mm-hmm. But it, it, as we've sort of moved towards the winger score your goals model, strike classic number nines don't seem to exist as much anymore. And the ones that do, like Haaland and um 
Nunes, for example, go for big, big, big money. So teams like Brighton don't even get the sniffing. So a player like Dennis, who's got potential, surely could score in the league. I mean, depending on what the price is, probably worth a flyer. Get Vega Austin. Or maybe even. <laughs> yeah, bring, bring him He's in. He's not got long left in his deal. Maybe Ayanacho, if Leicester can end up with him. I'm not sure how well he's fit. I don't know. I've got Dakar a few times last year. I know. I know he doesn't start that often. Great course is shut. If they want to get relegated, just sign (laughs) up. All right, Ian Accio did not score a lot of goals last season. No, he didn't. How many times did he start? Not many. I don't know, but he got four Prem goals. Ian Accio's had one good year. How many for Welbeck? Must have been at least five, Ross. He must have got five. I reckon six. Yeah. Six for Danny Welbeck. It's a good little season for Welbs, isn't it? <laughs> there is also a YouTube video on the Brighton YouTube channel. Every Danny Welbeck goal for Brighton and Hove Albion, which is... Which is Could crazy. that not be a YouTube short? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've only managed to get four minutes out of that, so that's... <laughs> and they've shown every goal five times. But he's only been there for like two years, Christ. He's only got 12 goals, Ross. Honestly, you've got Stockholm goals syndrome. Yeah, I know, I know. You've got Stockholm syndrome for really average strikers, Ross. That's what you've got. <laughs> That's probably true. Like, I can understand. Like, you've had good strikers since. This isn't a situation where your last good one was like ten years ago, like ours was. Um, decent for us, and that's what I'm saying. Right. Moving on, Chelsea. Uh, they could have people all over the park, but who wants to give me a suggestion as to what they need? Centre back. Centre back, yeah. Yeah. Rudiger's one. Oh. oh sorry. I also went centre back. I also went centre half. I think that's a fairly easy one given the players they're losing. Yeah. It's the second easiest. Uh, yeah. third easiest behind Arsenal and Brighton. <laughs> so no so, Christensen, no Rudiger. Well, in terms of in terms of losses, that's I mean Rudiger's Rudiger's a massive loss, but Christensen was barely playing the second half of last season and when he was playing he wasn't playing well. Um Chalaber, Silver, and um, they're all right. They're good players. I mean, Chalaber oh. not a good player. No, Chalaber's okay. He raises. He's, he's good. He's good. He's had. A, he had he, brilliant. The problem with Chalaber was the second half of last season. He lost a bit of confidence and form, and he looked and he just looked like a young defender. But you can't just keep giving up on these players. Get him so. out. <laughs> This is what they did with Tomori. that guy to Vitesse. That's, where, that's his level. <laughs> this is what they did with Tomori. Tomori had like three bad games and then they were like, oh yeah, we'll sell him to, we'll sell him to Milan. And now look what happened. Um, fucking hell. The recruitment of that club is stinky. But yeah, Tomori in England squad. In fact, two or three centre-backs is what they need. Yeah, now the takeovers happen, they can actually buy people. So if, nice. I, if I go into another se- se- season, I'm playing a lot of Malang, so I don't think I can take it. <laughs> Like Malangsar is the worst player I've seen play for Chelsea in ten years. I, I can't, I don't believe that. He's, surely. he's worse than Bakayoko because at least no. Bakayoko Baba Rahman. Christ. He's at least Michael Hector played for you, didn't he? And he is no, no, player. he never actually played. Dave, do you reckon oh. Levi Cole stands a chance of playing? Cole, he's a good player, yeah. but I don't know if he's Chelsea. You must have to. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Right, Get him in there above Chalaber. <laughs> He's a good player, I like him. That guy's lost. 
You all right? Um, yeah, centre half. Let's move on. Um, Anyone you fancy Will for Chelsea at centre half? I don't want fucking Kunde because he's a midget. <laughs> no, look, I think it's going to be someone like Kunde, someone who can a bit more of an aggressive defender like Rudiger because I think they're going to have to. They need to replace that level of aggression in that defence, otherwise it's going to be a bit passive. passive. Um, Kunde seems like a smart option if the fees are like because he's young. Playing a three, can play a two, makes a lot of sense. Um, he looks a good player. I if like he's that guy. if he's on the go for fifty five million euros, I think that's a no brainer. I think you buy him. Um, I think it, the the one I keep seeing floated, and if if this guy's available, I think you go and get him as well. I keep seeing Koulibaly for like thirty five million floated, and if that's the price, fucking buy him. Like work it out later because he's really good. He's not really falling that much. Isn't he like thirty or thirty? No, he's, well, he's twenty nine, but he's twenty nine. As we've seen with Thiago Silva, if they've looked after themselves, it doesn't really matter. Well, they're playing in the three. He's not even in the same universe as Thiago Silva. He isn't, but you know what I mean. Well, but for that price, yeah. I'd Liverpool buy make Joe Gomez available. Do you take him? Oh yeah, it depends what the price is though, because Liverpool's turn around and say you need to pay seventy five million for Joe. Oh Gomez. well, obviously they're not, not selling him to Chelsea. But if he was like, peanuts, are they? no, they're so that's why I don't think you do it. How long has he got left in his deal? <laughs> Mine is Ragnar Clavin <laughs> around. Hold tight. I can confirm Ragnar Clavin's almost certainly around. <laughs> he must that be clip around. where Clavin lets the ball go for his leg and shimmies. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's iconic. <laughs> I mean. Well, we're at it. Chelsea need Chelsea need a winger, and they also need a central midfielder. Oh, but they've got well, the they've best Conor American player back, of all time. They? Well, I know, I know, but they need um. I think they needed. I think they need a defensive midfielder because I think Jorginho's played too much football. He looks cooked. Saw him in the finalissima a few weeks ago, ladies and gentlemen. And let me tell you, he was he was. Oh, I could have run better. I could have run. Your old thoughts on Jorginho. I mean, I could have run quicker than Messi did in that game, but. Being strictly honest, Gomez's contract runs out in two years. We'll see. Uh, yeah, but they're, they're, it's it's floated that they might sell him. So this would be the window to sell him if they want some money for him. Yeah, no one's going to go near him. He's going to quite a lot of money to us, though. Um, okay. He's going to Newcastle. Put it first. Ooh. Ooh. Um, Crystal Palace. This was a tough one. I've gone defensive mid. I've also gone defensive mid, actually. Interesting. Ross, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, Gallagher was so good for them last year. Losing him is going to be huge for them. So, yeah, someone in the middle of the park, I think, is probably quite fair. What kind of profile are we looking at? I I think a more defensive-minded player. I mean, like, Milahevic, their captain's, like, he's... What, 32, 33? Well, he barely played last year. Eze will be back this season. Uh, and I think Eze is a good player. I'm not saying he'll be as good as Gallagher, but he can certainly try and play the same sort of role. So if you get someone solid uh, defensive med, I think that would help them a lot, to be fair. Yeah, Kiate is out of contract as well. as obviously, ah, that's yeah. right. But they were playing him at centre-back at points last season. I was confused, even in my thoughts, if Kiate still classes a defensive mid to be well, With Gahey and... Uh, Anderson. 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 When they're fit, that's they were, good. Yeah. They've got Dave's the favourite other... player, Terry Mitchell, as well. Oh, of course. 
And Michael Leach and Erde. Oh, some trio. I mean, I'm sure they've got another average, average striker to the... Look, they've given a striker for about 12 years, but I'm agreed. I think midfield's a point. They, they need someone to replace that energy in there. Yeah, I can't be bothered with searching for a striker for Palace anymore, so... Danny Welbeck next season. Well, makes the Brighton, so Palace, the Brighton to Palace. Yeah, and he'd be their best striker. Gets hated on by the, the Brighton fans. Benteke or Welbeck, which one's better? Danny Welbeck's better. I mean, if you're asking me who I want in my team, I'd, I'd rather Welbeck. Okay. Yeah. Who's had the better career, Premier League? Well, Christian Benteke, obviously. Benteke's, yeah. Benteke. Do you not agree with that? No, I agree. In fact, I'd rather have Benteke now. So, would you rather the Jordan Ayew or uh, or Danny Welbeck? Jordan Ayew. <laughs> oh, you would. No, that's a lie. That is hundred percent a lie. What a horrible lie. Um, which loan do you think Palace are going to get this year? Do you think Amanda <laughs> Chelsea got available? <laughs> Roger, yeah, that Roger. Roger's nailed on for Palace. He's going to be really good. Um, for about three weeks, like he about was about three weeks. <laughs> okay. Southampton, we're talking about spending twenty-five mil on him or something. Right, reel off your list. What do Everton need? Oh, everywhere. But I've got <clears> a, <throat> a goalkeeper, a right back, a centre back, a left back. Okay. Uh, the actual position I went need. for was left wing. Say one player they don't need: striker, DCL. What a player! He's back this season. Doesn't Richarlison play left wing? Yeah, he does. But and Damari Gray. I still want to get rid of him. Oh, God, they've got so many players I don't like. Andros Townsend. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Like, a Wobi. Just... Oh, dear. I don't mind a Wobi, to be fair. Well, That's why I want. Oh, okay, I want a winger because <laughs> of this. This class here is not class. See, I mean, they've got a collection of the worst centre halves in the league. Like, But I do think wingers probably. No. Should... No, it's not. the biggest problem here, lads. Look, but you can't go into another man. season playing Michael Keane and Yerry Mina. It can't happen. <laughs> it cannot happen. Did you see Alan at the end of last season? Christ. Yeah, he was gassed. Because Alan's like, Alan's like, if I don't cover every single blade of grass, but the ball even goes near those two, Barry Jones. <laughs> It's over for us as a club. We're done. Like, like Michael Keane's Batman looking like a prehistoric dinosaur. It is awful. He's got yeah, wheels. Even Decore was shocking. Oh, yeah, he's, he's got wheels on his buddy Zimmer frame. Yeah. <laughs> you could drop Yeri into like night the football from the 1910s and he'd still be off the pace. <laughs> but I thought Murtasaka was slow. Correct. Yeah, but at least Murtasaka looks like he knows where to position himself. Yeri Mina would be lost in like Asda. He's awful. But he, he thinks he's like as good as Maldini when he's strutting no, around he, the place. He does. It's because he's like, um, you reckon, how many times a week do you reckon Yeri Mina's swatted around Finch, Finch Farm going, well, it wasn't like this at the camp, no. <laughs> I reckon it's every day. <laughs> I reckon if Charles is talking to him, like, oh, do you reckon I could make it up Barcelona? And Yerry Mina's like, well, if I could. And so could I. Oh, oh, lads. Lads, lads, lads. If, oh, if no. Sportac, the website's estimates are correct, Yerry Mina is the highest earner at Everton, bringing in a whopping £120,000 a week nice. over five years. I'm not surprised if he's on that money. To be perfectly honest, has anyone got the number for action fraud? (laughs) 
Oh, I can't believe this. I don't want to know. I don't want to know how much people earn at Everton. That is good. Self was on 100k. Well, the good news is Mean is the top earner apparently, but that's the only good news. But was on 100 as well. So I read an article today in the Athletic. Yeah, there's your shout out. But it was talking about how they raised money this summer, and the and the options were sell DCL, sell Richarlison, or at the very end of the article, sell Jordan Pickford. If re- if you're getting to Jordan Pickford, <laughs> <laughs> we need to sell him to rebuild the squad. Like how bleak is that squad? But I mean, they basically were like, do you know they owe ten percent of Richarlison's next fee? To Watford. Yeah. And the business there is criminal. Like, the only one they're actually going to make a profit on is DCL because they bought him for one and a half million. Yeah. Even on Football Manager, you don't give those sell on fees. Come on. It is oh. ridiculous. How much did they pay for him? For, for Richardson? Yeah. 30 or 40. Oh, God. 40 million with a 10% sell on clause. I don't care how much Marco Silva liked him. And Marcus Silva was gone in three weeks. At Everton as well. Good lord. Honestly, it should be criminal negligence over at that club. It really should. Um, but I think they need a half. I really do. Five million was the fee, which could rise to forty with add-ons. If that involving them winning things, though, I mean they don't like to be paying them, are they? There's no be danger of that. It's, it's a now that's what you point. do do on Football Manager. <laughs> yeah. Well, win the Premier. Do with the Champions League. Yeah. Speaking of this, by the way, the Bayern's first bid for Marde. Included a clause if he wins three blonde doors. He's 30. <laughs> what are we doing? And hasn't won one yet. He's on 18 million net, by the way, on that three year contract. Sounds like a lot. Get but paid. He's in the Bundesliga, so he's still going to be scoring 50 a season. Get paid, kid. 50. What's that, 300k a week or something? Yeah, yeah. And he's worth every penny, isn't he? So. Yeah. Well, not in the German league. I could turn but up there is. for a fiver and score goals. <laughs> Yeah, but you understand. I believe. Like, now they've got a competent player playing over there. Gerd Muller's records are going to fall. They are gone. Well, if they if they defended worse in whenever his era was, I can't even imagine what they were like at defending them. Jeremy Mee, nineteen ten. Jeremy on to go to the Bundesliga and be a team of the season defender. Just yeah, like Berlin or something. Hands in the air. In fact, he's got he's got Dortmund written all over him. Yeri Mina. Yeah. Him no. and Saga do. That's a disastrous sentiment. I could see that. Yeah, I could too. As it go. Um, right, let's move on. Fulham. Dave, talk to me about Fulham. What can we expect from Marco Silva's side? It's yet again a centre back because their defensive options are absolutely disgraceful for Premier League level. Disgraceful. Tell me Dennis O'Doy is not still playing for, for, the, no, for the team that no, walks the championship. They're at it again, only, Fulham. Their only centre-back options are Tim Ream. Oh, God, he's still there. <laughs> and, and if you want him to play centre-back, you don't want him to play anywhere. Terence Congolo. So I can't watch Tim Ream get destroyed mate, at the Tim end again. I can't watch so it. Bad. How old is Tim Ream? Does <laughs> Tim Ream play for Bolton? Mate, he's right bad. Bad. I feel like he has. He, I he think, did, yeah, yeah, I think he was next Bolton. He's, he's been around Bolton. so long that he played for Bolton <laughs> in the league. Tim Ream. Oh, Tim Ream, thirty-four. Yeah. Yeah. And and he's not a good thirty-four. <laughs> no. They he looks are. Like he's been dragged up on time team every time I see him goes to the end. 
Honestly. God, Fulham squad's just not, not very good. Well, supposedly they're after uh, Leno from Arsenal. I don't know what their keeping situation's like. Oh, mate, moment. it's not pretty. Uh, Marek, Rodak and Gazaniga. So Leno would be a good signing for them. Oh, yeah, he'd be miles better than what they've got. But Leno's blessed, when you yeah. think of Tim Ream and Congolo in the centre-back partnership... Harlan's going to score 10 by himself. Oh, Jesus. Harlan versus Tim Ream. I mean, did Harlan's dad play against Tim Ream? Christ. <laughs> he might have. 104, <laughs> trotted out 114 times for Bolton, Tim Ream. If, if he did, he might have scored more goals, Ross. <laughs> well, they're, they're expected to buy um, uh, like Paulina from like um, Sporting, who plays in centre, central midfield. So, clearly they're targeting that area. But... Um, <laughs> Oh, brilliant. Nico Williams are after as well, by all accounts. Yeah. We can watch Kearney fail in the Prem again for another yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. Maynard oh, Solomon from on the wing from Shakhtar Donetsk. Oh, yeah. Just stop being shit, Fulham. I want to go to your ground. Just Can you we don't. just be okay for a little while? Is Mitrovic going to get any goals this year? No. I predict eight goals. Yeah, sub-10. Got to be. Eight goals is a lot. He, I, I think he's... Six at best. Jorginho only got eight last year, Dave. They've got Bobby Reed and Cavallaro. Oh, Bobby Reed. I can't watch it. I can't hear it. I can't <laughs> sit there on Sky Sport, on Sky, like Premier League on a Saturday night when they're like, you know, his sister's an MP. I don't yeah. care, Martin. <laughs> I don't care. He's also childhood friends with Maya Jamalwell. I don't care. I don't <laughs> want to hear any more about Bobby Reed. I know, but that's the way they say. Yeah, I mean, she's getting mentioned. That's something at least. The only I don't know what they need, but they need like a whole new eleven. Yeah. From what Dave says, centre half, there's a major problem. They need. Like, to... They've got to stop Tim Reed from turning out for them. Like, that's <laughs> number one. All six if one I'm, of them can't be I'm there again. I'm elbowing <laughs> him or snapping him in training to make sure he's not playing at all. Dave, that's if Mitro's training because that guy's always injured when he's in the prem. <laughs> Dave, in terms of style, what we can expect from Fulham, what do you think? Uh, basically, like Watford trying to stay on the ball and be progressive, but they just don't have the quality. Is and Marco when... Silva's there. Yeah. yeah. And inevitably, when they get attacked, which is going to happen all the time because they keep giving the ball away, the defence is. Made of cardboard. Do you think who's of the three promoted teams? Who do you think is going to be the worst? That's a tough question. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping it's Fulham. I'm thinking Fulham, but then they do have probably the best attacking players out of the newly promoted teams. I think. I'm going with Fulham. I've got nothing. I, I've got I mean, no not, I mean, not Forest, lads. Is a, they're even worse. All I needed to hear was Tim Bream, though. <laughs> yeah, me too, honestly. <laughs> I need to keep ragging on him, but like, <laughs> I remember this guy. I remember this guy at the same time where Steve Keane was in the league. Like, I can't be having it. I'm sorry. Like, the good I'm old not... days with Venkies and Steve Keane. Wait until we get onto Knox Forest striker options, lads. Then you might change your mind about how bleak things are for the other teams. Yeah, I don't want to see Keenan Davis again. No, no, no. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Leeds. Leeds. Let's move on to Leeds. We're all Leeds, aren't we? I went for a winger. 
just because Rafinha seems to be off and Dan James is, is shocking. They've already signed, is it Mark Rocker? Roker? Rocker? From Bayern? Rocker. <laughs> <laughs> He's rocking all over the world over there, good lord. Well, I don't know if it's Rocker or Roker. So is that a Rocker or other? It was, yeah. Rafinha, I thought, was going to be on the move. And I think... I think anyone would have him, except for the fact he's got his heart set on Barcelona and they haven't got two pennies to rub together. But he's going to go to well, Arsenal. Supposedly so. Arsenal, yeah. But they don't want to match the fee that Leeds want to pay. Why yes, would Arsenal just give them Nicolas Pepe? In why would Arsenal do that? Why would Arsenal spend that money? It does seem, that seem daft. Way bigger needs than right mid. Like, that's where Saka plays, going on. Don't move your best player. Don't do it. Um, but from a Leeds perspective, obviously, Calvin, Calvin Phillips is um, apparently uh, being looked at of City for like as little as 45 million. So it, obviously, if he goes, that's the whole, this podcast is out of whack. But assuming the players stay, you've settled on Winger or do you think they need anything else? Because they look pretty thin. Yeah. Well, I put right back. Uh, oh yeah, actually Ross. Because Luke Ayling is. Like, I'm, I'm sure when he was. I know Bielsa liked him, didn't he? But like, he's just not, just not very good. Like, he's just, just not good enough. That's all he is. I mean, they could probably do with their left back as well. But they've got a few passion merchants there. One of which is in charge of the team. <laughs> I, was, I, was I was about to say. I was literally about to tee you up by saying it would help if we knew how Jesse March wanted to play. But you've you've dived straight in on the hate. Go on, talk Jeez. to us about it. The marching on together. I know you're a big fan of his. Uh... <laughs> I'd only just recovered from Keenan Davis. <laughs> Honestly, I had to take a minute to just recover from Keenan <laughs> Davis. The thought of him being back in the Prem is... Do you know that's up there with Simri. He had an early loan to Biggles, Wade. He hasn't found out since then. Well, that, that was the, that's where I went wrong, was it? I've seen a lot of Keenan Davis, which is a sentence I never wanted to say, and he's not good. He, he was atrocious for Aston Villa. Jesse Marsh, not good. Many games there. Let's get some squad players in Leeds. I'm, I'm not picking I mean, a position. Let's just buy a, a whole places, bench. That's what I'm looking for. Not to go full Daniel Levy, but is having a Bamford back fit almost like a new signing? Uh, but we don't no, know. You, I mean, he's so injury prone. You sound like talk sport there. <laughs> that was so talk sport. <laughs> <laughs> that really um, was. Forgot to tell you, by the way, I was looked at talk sport. Thing. Uh, no, it really annoying. Right, is Gabriela Bolahor picking between the teams? Yeah. <laughs> He put, it was between Leicester and Chelsea, and it started off when he picked, he picked Indeedy <laughs> over Kante, and he's like, well, Kante just hasn't been able to be fit last season. Indeed, he missed more games. Um, and then the next one, Mike, he goes, it was like Kovacic or Jewsbury Hall. He goes, I'm going to go to Jewsbury Hall. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. <laughs> I've seen the clip, he's like, yeah, he looks good. <laughs> almost got an almost got an England call up. I'm like, he's a European champion. If anyone knows Gabby Bonlaw's agent, please pass on his number because I want to get him on the podcast. He couldn't be on the podcast. And he'd still be the worst person on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to ask him his opinions on Yerry Mina. I bet he's a good player, like Beckenbauer in his prime. 
That's probably because he never scored against Everton or something. He wished he was lucky enough to play against Van Dijk because he'd find him out or something. Would you, Gabby? Would you really? Honestly, he could he could read the back of a packet of cereal, mate. So he's <laughs> that back. Straight out of that boy. So Leeds fullback squad players, just quality all over. Yeah. And yeah. early favourites to go down, do you reckon? Yeah, Forest. Um. <laughs> along with the whole promoted cohort, along with Southampton. There's your I don't know who out of them's going, but I think it's I mean, three. Wolves are, Wolves are a little bit. Dangerous boys, to be honest. Are we worried about Brentford if they don't get anyone good? Wolves aren't going down. 50 minutes into one of our short... Right, Mike said they're staying up. Everyone lump on now. (laughs) All right, I'm moving us up. Leicester City, Leicester City, Leicester City. Where do you even begin? Centre-back. I've gone for centre-back, yeah. Fan favourite, Johnny Evans. Getting on, can't be relied to play a full season. That leaves you with just for, that leaves you with Fafana and another. And when you're another's a Suyuncu and Vestergaard, it's time to move. Vestergaard, what's a horrid signing? Good God, that could not. That's have gone by anywhere. a defender from a team who lost nine 0 twice. Yeah, they might have just flushed that twenty mil down the toilet. They'd be better off. Yeah, I've never seen someone get done on a one-two as consistently as Suyuncu. By the way. And that guy's just fallen off a cliff as well. Yeah, yeah I think this is centre back. And if not, if they don't, I'm not sure. Striker, maybe. They've got Dakar and Iannaccio and Vardy. I still want a striker. But well, the thing is, if Vardy's fit, it's a really difficult position to, to source for for them because if Vardy's fit, he's good enough to play, but he's increasingly less fit. And you need to have a, a quality back who can replace that kind of production but a team like Leicester is not in a position to be paying the backups the money they need to to be there so it's a really difficult position but I think centre half I really do like so you sorry to bring it back again but if we were doing a worst 11 of defenders in the league he's on the bench it's looking like Tielemans is going to be gone um, maybe to replace him with someone who can run yeah, I'm just saying that's going to be a loss for them. Am I am I harsh on Telemans? Because I don't think he's great. I think he's fine. I think he's perfect for like that like six five range. But he seems to have this opinion he's a centre. He, he should be dominating Champions League games. I just don't think he has the physical attributes. I think he's really limited. Well, Arsenal keep being mentioned for him. He's but we've just signed this this Vieira bloke from. Uh... Well, I want to say it's Porto, but it's some team in Portugal. It's supposed to be quite good. But, I mean, if we sign another one, then, I mean, I know we do need some options there. But, I mean, if it's like 40 million, I'm not sure I want to pay that really for Tielemans. Maybe the Cronkies are getting their checkbook out. Finally. I mean, they spent big last year, to be fair. Were we the biggest spenders last year? We were certainly one of them. The league's got to look at that. <laughs> not think should be happening. <laughs> He's got look at that. Um, <laughs> isn't it? Is a tough one for you, Liverpool. Yeah, I did find this tough. You're right, Will. 
that I put. I actually don't think it's that tough. I put you? central midfield. Central midfield. I went striker. They've just bought a rug for 85 million. Yeah, well, I'm kind of forgetting that Firmino's there, but Origi's going. I need someone in that role. But they've got Jota as well. Yeah, but he's playing, he's playing more. They're, these guys are playing out wide more. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think they need to midfielder. I agree. I mean, the note, there was such a dip in the games that they dropped points in last year when Thiago or even Naby Keita couldn't play on the left-hand side because you've got amazing legs in there, you've got lack of control and lack of creativity. They just need a bit of something else in there to help them feel less one-dimensional. I mean, Wijnaldum played the most minutes of anyone for them while he was at the club and they never replaced him. He left on a free and then they never... They never well, he's going to be available. Yeah, they can't have him back, though. I just think... No, I just think back now. I think... There's a lack of succession planning in that midfield that probably needs to be addressed. They did a great job of it up front. Well, on the, with the wide players. Yeah, they did. They just got to sort that central midfield bit now, and they're all right. Um, okay, moving on to um, another easy one: Manchester City. Where? What are you? Um, what are you putting out there? Right back. No, get left it. back, <laughs> left back, surely. What? No, actual pick was left back. <laughs> Will well, was about to lose. I him. knew, I knew, I had him. I knew, I had him. <laughs> what? It's, no, it's because you hate Kyle Walker that irrationally that you would, you would do. That's that. why it was believable. Yeah. Yeah, left back's my pick as well. Um, how do we feel about Kukurea? Do we think he's the right man for that job? I do like I think that. it'd be good for City, yeah. Good. I like that a lot, actually. In fact, anyone that's good at Brighton should just go to City. Danny, Danny Welbeck. Well <laughs> <laughs> oh, He's good at Brighton. Um, Is it Jake go out the door, then, or what? He could do, like, the fourth striker role at, at City, you know, like the, the fourth keeper at some of these clubs. Like he could be the Scott Carlson, but up front. Exactly. I think he could kick some balls in. Yeah. Um. If if Jesus and Sterling are out, two wingers down, that leaves you with two strikers, two wingers, and then two wingers on either side, assuming Foden can play on the right. Um. Do you, anyone tempted by another winger? Do you think no. any bit of cover up there? I don't think it's as pressing as the left back. To be fair. Fair enough, fair enough. Do you reckon Cole Palmer will play a fair few minutes this year? They've got that Alvarez as well. It's, yeah. And they've said he's not going out on loan. They want him to stay. Yeah. So. Genius. That'll get them a fee for the loan. Mares, Harland and Foden. Christ. Grealish first man off the bench. That doesn't even include Bernardo. That's disgusting. He's better than Bill, no, isn't he? Um, yeah, okay. So, um, obviously, a lot of work to be done on City Squad. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of a lot of work, let's take a trip a couple of miles and go down to Manchester United. This is the easiest one, I think. It's an absolute slam dunk. They've needed it for about five windows, but you go first, Michael. 
I've put on my sheet in capitals by ACM. Yes, there it is. Thank you. Preferably a defensive one, but there we yeah, are. Yeah, please. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it, hey, if Calvin Phillips is available for 45 million, hey, just go and buy him. Um, in terms of players, Mike, other than Calvin Phillips, anyone else float your boat? Tickle your well, fans? Everyone knows I want Declan Rice. And I still want Declan Rice. Yep. That's just, that's it. Just go and get him. I just, if you can I get just Kante, can't see him joining you. And Dee Chelsea selling Kante to United and then Kante just being permanently crocked would be perfect revenge for the Verón <laughs> situation. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, and Dee's a shout, though. Any of these would be good. Look, if they can anyone, play that much today, literally right, just anyone. True. Is Alan available? <laughs> Jerry Mina in the midfield role. Tom Davis. Is Alan? No, too far. Less than Pickford. <laughs> Honestly, I'd take anyone in that midfield. Frankie De Jong, does it move you? You worried about him not wanting to come? Everything he is saying is like, I really don't want yeah. to come to Manchester United. I, I, I actually don't want Frankie De Jong. <laughs> but if that's who we end up with, then it's the most Man United signing ever. Like, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, if, if, you were, if, 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 if United were a bloke at a bar in a nightclub and Frankie De Jong was a woman, the bar staff would be motioning the bouncers towards the couple. That's yeah. how egregious this is getting. It is shocking. But now he's flattered by the interest, which is great to see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It took that long even to get those words out of his mouth, for fuck's sake. Yeah, of course I'm flattered by the interest, but um, I'm not interested myself. <laughs> I'm actually yeah, not interested at all. So no. please get away from me, Man United. Okay. That's what I'd be saying if they if they tried to buy me. Christ. So midfielder. Um Newcastle United. I've gone winger. I've gone Dan Gosling, so how can get another one of his boys in the door? <laughs> Josh King. Yeah. I've gone winger. Oh yeah. I think if you can convince him they should throw all the money in the world at Rafinha. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Yeah, would be a perfect signing, really. Some maximum on one side, and then you just need that other side. And Chris Wood through the middle. What a front three that is! Imagine that they'll just be laying them in the air for him. Callum Wilson up there for his nine goals a season. Yeah, fucking fraud. Um, anyone else got any advance on winger? If not a centre mid, that was my other pick. Ooh, to partner Joel Linton and Grimarish. <clears throat> Joel Linton's unknown return date, so we, we need someone else. I, I don't want to see John Joe Shelby make another appearance in the Premier League. I think I'd rather Jacob Murphy was out, if I'm being honest. Yeah, so winger. He has to go, but yeah, if I'm picking a second, that. Oh, Jacob Murphy, man. <laughs> two Murphys. Yeah, yes. Just... You're telling me the other one was worse? Yeah. He was better when they were younger. Don't believe it. Josh was better than Jacob when they were younger, but Jacob's had a better career. Josh is at like Cardiff or something, I think. How unimaginative are their parents, though? 
Josh <laughs> Jamaica. Fuck off. Take a break. Um, okay. And it can anyone think we're probably going to see some kind of outrageous signing from Newcastle? Or do you think they're going to go about it in a sensible manner? I'm hoping they do same same sort of thing again. Okay. As they did in January. I think they are going to do that as well. Yeah. But I haven't been hearing too much ridiculous. Uh, so. FFP for you. Um, all right, so Winger replaced the Murphy role. A bit of more creativity. It seems sensible. Um, Murphy does have a role, Will. He does, though, doesn't he? Look, if he's playing, he's got a role. Um, yeah. And we're all going to take a step back now. Take a step, look. Ross, step back. Lean back. Take a step back. Because David Harris is going to talk about Knott's Forest for a little bit. Go on, Dave. Well, it's it's not it's not pretty. I can I can tell you that. Uh their lack of squad depth and the lack of quality they have in the first place is absolutely woeful. I mean I'm gonna have to go with striker because when I tell you their striker options, you're gonna have some sort of allergic reaction to the words, to be honest. Lewis Graben and Sam Surridge are their only two strikers. Unless yeah. they get Keenan Davis on a permanent. No, Keenan Davis, I'd like to point out, like Will said, he's so bad that at Villa he scored three goals in 73 appearances. He's a striker in the league. Well, I don't want to defend three. it, but they were mostly off the bench, were they, to be fair? But he... I mean, I saw him live a couple of times. Lewis Graben. Yeah, Lewis, Lewis Graben. Do you want to know the worst thing about Lewis Graben? He's their club captain, mate. Oh, dear. He is their club captain. He's 34 now as well. He got 12 goals last season, Christ. But, I mean, in the Prem, even when he was younger, he was stocking in the Prem. Remember when Bournemouth got him for, like, it was like seven or eight mil, which was big bucks at the time. He's absolutely woeful. So they kept loading him back to the championship. And then Sam Surridge, I mean... He was at Bournemouth too, wasn't he? And when he was at Bournemouth, he got in a fight with Jordan Ide because Jordan Ide took a shot instead of passing the ball to him. A couple of seasons ago. I mean, if you come into the the Premier League with Sam Surridge and Lewis Graben, you, so you may as well just go back down. You'll be pleased to know, Dave, that they're about to make um, oh, a club sign. Yeah, oh, we're noy from. He's uh, played for Liverpool. He did. Yeah, up until a, about a year ago. He's a big striker from the Bundesliga. Signed him for a lower division club. Where have we seen this before? Um, they're also after a centre half from the Bundesliga from Mainz, like Niakate. Um So I definitely don't buy a centre back from Bundesliga. I mean, their team's so lacking that. I mean, also, their goalkeeper, Bryce Samba, wants to leave. So, they need to sign a goalkeeper. He He's performed like a U-turn and said, I don't want to play for you. I want to go back to France. So I'm sure need... I read they were Did after it? someone. Yeah, Bryce Samba that. rejected a new deal because he has one year left on his contract. He said, I don't want to play for you anymore. Because they, he was insulted by the amount of money they offered him. And apparently, he's going to Nantes in France. Did you see his reaction to the player? Well, haven't I haven't got um, the font, isn't he, there? Yeah, that's true, actually. But, yes, they also have Jack Colback in centre mid. So, it's it's all sorts of wrong, to be honest, that squad. But I'd have to say striker because Surridge and Grabbin, I mean, 
Fuck me. <laughs> Doesn't get much worse than that. Dave, what do you rec- what do you rate their chances then? Worse than you re- can you see them doing the Norwich? Oh mate, I could see them doing more at Derby or Huddersfield. I'd be I'd be surprised to see them hit the twenty point mark the way they're looking at the minute. Seriously. Woeful team. Woeful. How many did Norwich get this year? Well, oh, they, Dean Henderson was 22. Forrest, no? Henderson's linked with Forrest, I think. Also, they still have Lyle Taylor and Harry Arter. But, I mean, oh, they God. didn't even play last season. I mean, th- this is how bad their squad is. They've got Steve Cook as well. He's 31 now. I mean, he's not awful. Yeah, it's it's a really, really bad well, Steve Cook's not going to cut the mustard in the Premier League, is he? No, no, exactly. They are... He's a good player for Bournemouth, but... Well. Yeah, they're, they're seriously on the ropes already, and the ball's not being kicked. Well, that's tough. That's very tough. Um, but yeah, it's not looking good for them. Um, speaking of not looking good, Southampton, um, quality needed all over. They've lost Broja, who... Didn't, was okay last year for them. Scored a couple of crucial goals. What do we see them needing? What do we see them getting? Oh, it's, a, it's a tough one. Again, there's so many positions Southampton could do with, in my opinion. They've just got they've got a few decent players, clearly, but as an overall squad, they've got too many five or six out of ten options, and they're the only options they have across the board. I mean, I don't want to say striker again, but they, yeah, they, they do need one. I mean, Adam, uh, Adam Armstrong was just one of the not. worst signings in a long time. A lot of these big goal-scoring championship strikers seem to struggle. To panic. Yeah. I mean, uh, who's their keeper? Uh, well, Fraser because Forster's, Forster's gone, isn't he? So they probably need a new keeper. They signed Bazuni from uh, Man City, Gavin Bazuni. Yes, he no, I didn't see that. Yep, yep, yep. He is only like 20, but, well, the thing is, he was in League One last year and got Portsmouth Player of the Year, but I don't know how confident I'd be throwing a guy that's only really played in League One straight into the Premier League at the age of 20, but I imagine yeah, that's that exactly what they'll do, given they paid 20 million for him. Tough ask. I mean, that has worked out in the past for teams. Yeah, it's... Um... 12 million, sorry, not 20 million. They're, they're, in a, they're tough, they are. I mean, the big worry we had for them last year was scoring goals, and that kind of proved out. Like The way they play, they're gonna, there's going to be games where they get absolutely walloped, and there's going to be games where they look really good, but are they going to score enough goals? So, I mean, some of the players they have, like Nathan Teller, Gineppo, oh, oh they're just oh, so gosh. tragic for that level. So I tragic. I this year. I don't know. They're going to be near the bottom. Yeah, I'd, I'd honestly be... Again, Southampton feels like if if the three promoted teams could hold their own, which is getting a tougher and tougher ask every season, uh, I generally think they'd be... They'd struggle to be outside the bottom three all season. They're, they're that bad, in my opinion. They've just got a couple of clear quality players. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's... It's tough, isn't it? Um, Spurs, what are you saying? I'm thinking left back, left side I, defender. 
You see, I thought left back, but I don't think Regulon's that awful unless I'm missing something. I feel right back. I mean, Emerson Royal is as bad as Aurier was, seemingly. And Matt Doherty might have had a few OK games, but I wouldn't say he's been exactly a roaring success at Spurs, has he? Or a left back. If you're playing the back three, I think, yeah. I think you've got to replace Ben Davis, if I'm being honest. Oh, well, he was playing the left side of the, the central... Yeah, wasn't so it Regulon at left back? Yeah, but they were playing the three. So yeah, uh, Davis playing the left of the centre. I think he, he cannot do that. They can't go around with Romero's that. Romero's really, really good. And Dyer is passable. They just That third centre-half is tough. Like, it's really like tough. And I don't like Davinson Sanchez. Either. Yeah, Davinson Sanchez. I put centre-back right, for them, thinking of... Yeah, just someone who can play on the left side, as you said. I mean, other than that, they've got a pretty good squad. I mean, yeah, yeah, provided Pizuma yeah. can stay out of jail, um, yeah. which I feel like should probably be brought up more when they talk about the fee. A hundred percent, yeah. Everyone's out of contract million. next year anyway, so Brighton literally could be laughing to the bank. Everyone's like, 25 million is not a bad deal for him. I'm like, there's it's a on bail right now. It's it, not even just yeah. it's not even just a rumour or anything. He's genuinely on bail. How Spurs is it if, if they've signed him? He's just going to go fucking straight to prison. Right, it's would be fun. very Spursy, wouldn't it? It's, I mean, innocence of proving guilty and all that nonsense. But what I'm going to say is, if you're a Spurs fan getting annoyed at people bringing this up when you're talking about your new signing, this is you have to put up with this and sign players with character defects like this. In theory, like if, if well, it's pretty big character defect. Yeah, let's be that's honest. what I'm saying. Like if you're if your response to someone who's been arrested for sexual for sexual assault, isn't it? Is yeah. Say, oh, you got to stop bringing this up with when we've signed him because he's a brilliant player. You're part of the problem, aren't you? Yeah. How about irrespective of whether he's going out for help. doing something? Well, if he's done it, something awful. Yeah. Well, all the Arsenal fans on Twitter were getting mad about letting him go to Spurs. I'm like, we don't want him. We just you don't want him. <laughs> You don't. I didn't want him at all at Arsenal. I'd have been really annoyed if we'd signed him. Um, and I mean, maybe this is all um, this all blows over, and it isn't. And he's and he's innocent, and then it's fine. But until he's until we know for sure, this is a ma- that, That's a major that that has put the, a major potential to really bust up this from a footballing perspective, irrespective of the moral side of things as well. So, um, but yeah, they've. I mean, other than that. Finally found that third banana for Har- for Kane and Son. They look like they're set up for being a really good side next year. They just need to sort, sort out a few things about that defence and then they could be all good. I don't like it at all. I mean, they're not going to be better than Liverpool or City, so there we are. Oh, I'm not worried about winning the league. I'm worried about them finishing above Arsenal again. West Ham? Oh, it's glaringly obvious. Sure is I, put, I put striker. Yeah, Absolutely. When's the last time they didn't need one? Uh, the, the old time that Antonio's on a good run. Yeah, which is but, rare. I mean, when he's not playing, though, they're playing Bowen or Ben Rama through the middle. And um, also, Antonio's like 31 or 32 now, so you need to replace and, him anyway. And he's <laughs> so streaky. He's so streaky. Yeah. So I do quite like Mikel Antonio, but if they've got ambitions of continuing to be where they are improving they just need a better striker than him yeah I think that's fair enough I mean it's it's obvious I mean it feels pretty much like it's just been centre half or striker for most of the thing but 
I don't think you can really argue it on this one. Um, last but not least, Wolves. What do you think? For me, it feels a bit more like a either a creative midfielder or, or someone to place that replace that kind of Matinho role because they just did not score enough goals last year. I just think they need a bit of injection of creativity. Yeah, I like central midfield. I mean, is Matinho going? Well, it, or is he just? I mean, he's old, isn't he? He's like thirty-eight, so I think you've got. He's not going to be able to play a full season, is he? Realistically, no. not not at his age. Like, I know this is one of the worries I have with Thiago Silva, but midfield's an even more intensive part. So they just fit. They need reinforcements there, and they need to create. They just, they need to create more chances, Wolves, because they were bailed out a lot by a goalkeeper over performance last year, and they can't do that again. Well, they scored at like a historically bad rate, didn't they? Because yeah. Jimenez just isn't the same player, is he? No, so, no, so. that's understandable. He might be better this year with the benefits of full season of football back under his belt, but I don't think you can rely on that. I mean, golden golden boy nominee Fabio Silva, to be fair. Look, as is that, Hoover, whatever his name is, the right back, he's also... Oh, my God. How, how many people are for this? A hundred get nominated. Oh, and there's eight from the Premier League, and those are two of the eight. Keenan Davis won too. Jesus. No, he's 24, Ross. <laughs> he's 24? Yeah, Keenan Davis yeah. is... He's been around. Mate, he is, he's an absolute cart horse. I'm shocked he even got five <laughs> goals for Forrest. He's just shocking. Five goals for Forrest? In 15 games, which is by far and away the best record he's ever had. If he'd got three more goals, you'd have been advocating him to play for Liverpool. <laughs> no, four will. Come on, they've got to hit nine in the championship. Got to hit Callum Wilson numbers. Right, so that was everything. Everything um, in terms of all the big transfer needs. It's going to be an interesting window. Lots going on. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, don't believe anything until your club tweets it out and they're holding up a picture of the jersey. Otherwise, you'll start to get really upset, like all the Chelsea fans are currently upset that they're no longer getting Neymar because someone tweeted Chelsea would be interested in Neymar if the PSG let him go. And I thought immediately, no, they wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't got the money for that. They haven't got. That's not a sensible financial decision. They wouldn't do that. But all the fans are like, all the fans are like, Sterling, we could have had Neymar. No, you couldn't. <laughs> Remember, only trust it when it comes from good sources. Don't get your hopes up because you'll ruin your summer. Okay. And at the end of the day, transfers are fun, but try not to abuse anyone, okay? All right. Stay safe. Yeah, stay safe, kids. <laughs> um, Mike has gone. If you want to keep up to date with him and his thoughts on the Robbie Williams tour that's coming in October half term, you can do so at Mikey Breslin underscore. It's actually just at Mikey Breslin. I added the underscore for shock value. Um, Dave, if the people want to keep up with you, where can they do that? Uh, you can go to your local bin, but if, if you want to see some actual writing, it's at Dave Harris underscore 44. <laughs> I don't know why I said local, local bin. bin. Dave, Dave, <laughs> I was going to say local bin. No, I was going to say recycling centre, and I thought it sounded too too long-winded, so I just went for bin. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Um, <laughs> if the people want to follow you, where can they do so? Uh, at Ross underscore Bird 14 on Twitter. And uh, remember, ladies and gentlemen, we are trying to get Ross Bird to Cafe Rouge for the first time. Remember, tweet at them, hashtag Ross for Rouge. Ross, it's your birthday soon. 
When's your birthday? Uh, Tuesday, 28th of June. Tuesday, 28th of June. Can we get him to Cafe Rouge for his birthday? Let us know. Hashtag Roster Rouge slash B Day. Um, get it done. <laughs> If you want to follow me, you can follow me at World17, but please don't please instead follow us on all the socials at In and Around Pod, including LinkedIn, where you can connect with Dave and Hal Robson Carney. Um, and if you've got any questions for us, including why we continue to talk about um, N-dubs and uh, Cafe Rouge, or you want any of the jokes explained, please um send us a mess, send us an email at in and around pod at gmail.com. If you want to see a remarkably funny picture i took of mike during the middle of this podcast head over to in and around pod on twitter and you can see him there um but until next time uh sayonara sayonara